Audio action. action. Salutations. <laughs> oh no, I keep on doing that. Um, sorry, I'm the one and only. Greatly renowned from sea to shining sea. The one and only, except for maybe possibly one other person in the United States, although now I'm no longer in the United States, so I don't know. Um, you should look up the something that you can find how many people with the exact same name as you. Um, someone did that for me, and there was one other Bronwyn Walsh. Surprise! I'm Bronwyn Walsh! <laughs> oh boy. That was um, quite the quite the tangent. That was a long intro. Who are you? I'm Bronwyn's friend, Sophia. Oh, nice to meet you. Hey, <laughs> only been your friend for seven years. Don't worry about it. It's all good. It's all good. You just you could just forget me. It's, oh, it's just how that. I'd rather not. I mean, neither would I. Thanks. <laughs> this is such a weird start. Hi, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Pride to those of you who celebrate it. Yeah. It's June now. Oh my god. I don't know why, like, that, obviously I do, but that just, like, I think, just for some reason, I was like, oh yeah. Um, But yeah, happy June. Happy Pride. I've been doing a lot of flower drying, like, drying flowers, pressing them. I am creating quite the collection. Um, there are quite a few lilacs here right now. And they smell lovely. The flowers are disappearing. And my allergies are increasing, which I'm not quite sure what that <laughs> is about. But it's okay. Yeah, I have um, received a few of your lovely flowers. Um, which yeah. I guess we'll go into later. Um, but same here, most of the flowers are pretty much gone now. We've still got like dandelions and stuff, and I think a couple of peonies. But it's it's starting to get to summer, which is wild. <laughs> yeah, does not feel like yeah. summer. Yeah, no time is um. It is not making a lot of sense right now. Oh, I thought you were going to make fun of me. Like, yeah, that's how time works. June means it's going to get close to summer. (laughs) But no, I agree. Time is definitely... We're in a little bit. It would. I I don't think it was particularly surprising of me to expect that. Um, But yeah, definitely. See, I forgot about all the cars that pass by while I'm recording outside. So I apologize about this. And honestly, last week... The annoying part was me commenting on them, not the actual cars passing. So, <laughs> well, that's good. Um, no, not that you were annoying. That I'm. I don't think you were, but um, I'm glad that you couldn't hear them. Where? What, what was I saying? Oh yeah, time is definitely weird. I, I'm with you on that one. So this is the other thing, right? We haven't. Or we've been going like every other week recording a podcast, but it's just like, you know, we're not. We don't have the same suaveness as we did before. 
Um, I feel like now we have a bit more trouble articulating sentences and um, getting our point across. Definitely. I think there are a couple of reasons for that. <laughs> the, maybe the most main, maybe the main one being that the only real in-person conversation I've had in months has been with my family. So that is considerably lower than the amount of conversations I used to have uh, during the fall and winter of this year. But, you know, so that, and also Bronwyn and I are both tired and a little bit out of it. So it's going, it might be especially incoherent today. Welcome to Quotes and Anecdotes. it's always fun. You know? Yeah. I feel like, you know how our tagline is like, cheesy and inspirational tales and turns. Oh boy. I, we it haven't, be, we haven't updated that we, in a we while. We might need to update that, <laughs> yeah. Um, to, um, I don't know. See, this is exactly what it, I'm proving my point, which I haven't You're proofing your point? Proving, which is that we should change it to, like, completely incomprehensible incoherence and, um, and another word you know that could be descriptive of the situation thoroughly incoherent and incomprehensible commentary on language (laughs) you just just keep going (laughs) i just feel like there's opportunity there that we haven't explored yet I'm getting an affirming nod from Sophia. <laughs> she is getting a very doubtful nod from Sophia, who thinks that maybe it's been seven minutes of us rambling. Shall we perhaps start on the actual content of the podcast? Maybe. We should. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Okay. Um, I think I'm editing this one, so do you want to start with your wordlet? There's nothing I'd like to do more. Ooh. I hope I am recording. Hi. I am. I hope so, too. <laughs> we would have had to done, do that. In, <laughs> we would have had to do that entire conversation over again. My first word that is zeitgeist. Zeitgeist? Zeitgeist? <laughs> it's German. Um, zeitgeist? Probably. Maybe zeitgeist is right. I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know why I'm laughing I mean, at you. It just sounds kind of silly. <laughs> Although so does that guy, so what what do I know? In any case, it means the defining spirit or mood of a particular period of history is shown by the ideas and beliefs of the time. Um, it was in a book I was reading, and I thought it looked cool. It sounds cool too, and you know I've never heard it before. Like, but I feel like it's a really useful thing where you know when you're writing those essays and you have to be like, oh society at the time really really liked this thing and it was just a big part of society at the time and instead you could say um you know this was the zeitgeist of the time (laughs) which i think is great and it literally means it's a german word from zeit meaning time and geist meaning spirit i've pronounced it differently (laughs) but it's the spirit of the time so that is actually a very cool word yeah very useful i think definitely 
What's your first wordlet? My first wordlet, I have no idea how to pronounce, and neither does the internet. Um, no matter how much searching I try to do, no one can figure this one out. So I'm going to botch it up for completely, but it's it's an Icelandic word, and I think it's rattlejust? Radjost? Maybe that's a that J is pronounced like a Y. Um, it... I just thought it was a cool word because it's spelled in a cool and different way and it's in a different language, which is always fun. And it means enough light to find your way by. Isn't that cool? So like you could describe a candle as like rattle just because it's just enough light to see in front of you. Is this from Justin's book? Of course. Just assume from now on that all of my wordlets are from Justin's book. We really need to rename the wordlet section. To just... Justin. Justin's book. <laughs> well, your wordlets aren't from Justin's book. You still provide variety. <laughs> Justin. Um, I don't know what I was going to go with that. Justin, you owe me a book. Uh, did he give you one? Oh, he did actually, but it's in a box somewhere. Oh, dear. Um, and I need to get it. It did not make the trip here in my immediate possession. And once I find it, I will be using it. Um, But my wordlet is panpsychism, which just means everything exists as thought or consciousness. And I don't know. It was kind of cool. I had another word, and then Sophia was like, well, you already did that one. You need to find a new one. So I looked up cool words, and it took me to thecoolestwords.com and told me that panpsychism was cool and i was like yeah that is kind of cool um you know yeah <laughs> a little insight into the podcast process over here yeah definitely um what's your last wordlet my last wordlet is uh boy this one google does know how to pronounce it but that doesn't mean i do i think it's smoltranstele something like that it's a swedish word and it literally means place of wild strawberries which like that's freaking amazing that they have an actual word that means place of wild Mm -hmm. strawberries um or more figuratively figuratively i guess it can mean a special place discovered treasured returned or returned to for solace and relaxation a personal idol free from stress or sadness which is lovely the scandinavian languages have a ton of cool words yeah very very cool did you also you know just a cool thing icelandic i'm pretty sure is a uh uh-oh i forgot the word oh and then inflected not infected an inflected language so like it has for those of you who um don't take greek or latin um that means that it it uh you what's the word sophia not conjugate um de- decline whoa i'm really not doing well with the words today um you decline nouns in a similar way that you conjugate verbs. And that means it's inflected, and apparently Icelandic is. That's very cool. Yeah. And they have, like, a lot of the similar... Do, um, don't they decline words in Arabic, too? I have no idea. I feel like I remember 
Nora talking about that, but I also might be completely, completely wrong. That would be cool. <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like, it doesn't make sense that you would only conjugate verbs because well, and then leave nouns to be the same. Well, it makes life is, a lot right? easier to not decline nouns. <laughs> but when you're talking about it from a grammatical standpoint, um, that's true. Like, there should be a different form if the if the noun is like an object versus a subject, right? Mm-hmm. Like that just makes sense. But in any case, that is not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> what we're here to talk about is a great topic. Um, Sophia, would you like to introduce it for us? Uh, sure. Our topic this week is writing letters, um, like actual letters of correspondence, and it's kind of a lost art, I guess, sort of. Um, in modern times since like you can just communicate so much faster and easier through texting and emailing and any other form of technology but I still think it's a really kind of beautiful thing Um, and I love it I love writing letters I don't get to do it super often but it is it's a great time when I do get to write letters and it's a bop it's it is really fun it's it's a cool thing to do yeah um and you feel really cool while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. So that feeling yeah. of I guess this is an anecdote, but that feeling of like writing an address on an envelope and then putting it in the mailbox is the best. I, I always start it too far to the left and too oh, small. Oh, me too. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna run out of space, and then it just it's so off center. Yeah, <sighs> it's it's really difficult. Um, do you get to start with your word? I think so. Uh huh. Now this word, um, I had a word. And it was bad. And then Sophia was like, well, why don't you do this word? And I was like, dang it, that's a good idea. Um, I was a little bit more. She was not very nice about it. (laughs) She was like, well, okay. (laughs) I wasn't mean about it. But I wasn't very, you know, I didn't articulate. She wasn't very enthusiastic. Let's go with that. Yeah. But then you said it was cool after. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah, it is cool. Um, and my word is postscript, and you know, it's it's a little self-explanatory. Um, it's actually less. I initially was like, oh, it's after the script, as in like after the the writing of the letter. But it's actually after the signature, which I guess makes a little bit more sense because like it's a I don't know. It's after the signature and introduced by P.S. Um, and it's funny because I think it's actually a really interesting technique. Like, I think you could classify it as a literary device or, or a technique because you're, it's it's basically an afterthought. And sometimes it, I, I don't usually write it like, oh, yeah, by the way, I forgot to write this. I usually write it intentionally as mm-hmm. like, a, like a little side, you know, I'll write the letter and the P.S. Like, can't wait to for this or, you know, like I do it intentionally yeah. because it just works really well. But it is a really kind of funny nuance and I don't know if it's a a common thing in other languages but like I know that when people used to write letters in like I don't know 1800s and stuff and before when they signed their name they would write like sincerely or like they would write their name etc 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 and that was just something common that you'd do it was like sincerely or like best regards etc 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 um and I guess I, I, it was just something, I guess, that's disappeared, but it's another cool nuance of writing letters that is kind of neat. That's Those very cool. Additions. And, of course, it comes from Latin. From post, meaning after, and scribere, meaning write. 
postscribere, and then postscriptum, and then postscript in the mid-16th century. So that's been around for a while. Very cool. I love that. That's it. I didn't know that much about, like, the origins of postscript, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. What's your word? My word is epistolary, which means either, it has two sort of meanings. It can mean just relating to the writing of letters, um, just in general, or of a literary work written in the form of letters. So like a book written in letter form, which is one of my favorite types of book. Like that is such <laughs> a cool way of writing something. We read a book in, this is more of an anecdote, but we read a book in my English class and it was called So Long a Letter. Um, a very dense book, but really interesting. It was about, oh God, I don't remember which, I think it was Senegal. Um, what, was that it? I don't remember. It was an, I'm not sure. Uh, but it was very interesting and it explored like women's, African women's role in society and how that's changing and how difficult it still is. And it, anyways, that's not the point. It was written in the form of a really long letter from one of these women to her best friend. And it was just like 95 or 100 pages of this, um, like the reflections of this woman, which was very, very cool. And it was, I enjoyed it. It was a good book. So you could say that So Long Letter is an epistolary novel. Um, Precise. The etymology. Oh no, it's French again. Wrong wind. This one is, you can't mess it up. You just pronounce it like it looks. Okay. So it came from Latin epistola, which I think just means letter. And then French, it combined the three French epistolaire? Epistolaire? Epistolaire. Epistolaire, okay. Latin epistolaris and English epistle to become epistolary in the mid 17th century. Amazing. That's very cool. Um, I'm realizing that we're 20 minutes in, and we've got a lot to cover, so would you like to go ahead and do your quote? Sure. So, the first one kind of reminded me of you. Aww. Um, How wonderful it is to be able to write someone a letter, to feel like conveying your thoughts to a person, to sit at your desk and pick up a pen to put your thoughts into words like this is truly marvelous. And that's by Haruki Murakami. Um, And I liked this quote quite a bit because for me, when I read a letter, it's as much as I would like to just, you know, put all my thoughts on paper and send it to someone, I actually have a bit of trouble doing that. So it tends to be a little bit less, a little bit more, I don't know, formulaic, a little bit more, um, a little shorter and a little bit of less of a brain dump. (laughs) <laughs> but when I get letters from Sophia, they're like four pages. They're not four pages. Happening. Oh, they're I guess they, they sometimes It's just are. like a brain dump of just absolutely everything. And I just don't understand. Like, I'll write a letter and it'll be like, I have, I guess it's stationary, like these little postcard type cards. And I'll just kind of fill one of those and I'll be like, yeah, I wrote a letter. Like, Sophia's are literally four pages just, like, of everything. And they're incredible, and it's so nice. And I always feel like I'm just having a conversation, and I love it so much. And I thought that was a nice quote. Yeah, I... That that definitely is a really lovely 
quote, and it definitely does remind me of how I write letters, which is kind of similar to how I write in my journals of just like, there is no structure. I just think, okay, I'm talking to Bronwyn and here, and then it just goes on and on and on because I'm incapable of like stopping and knowing like when is a good place to end and just I go on to the next thought and it is very it's all just kind of a mess but I do it is definitely a a brain dump of just a lot of words it's I bet like I can't do that like if I did I would have a lot of trouble I think so I do appreciate it a lot because it's very cool I'm glad I'm glad my incoherence is appreciated what's your first quote um my first quote is um i couldn't find who actually said this one but it is i love handwritten letters the way the words get jumbled up when the writer's excited the way the words get neat when the writer is trying not to make a mistake the way the words get pretty because the writer's in love i love handwritten letters and i again i don't know who said that but i don't know that kind of reminded me of like any when you're reading a letter it is like you're holding time that a person took out of their day to write something to you with mm-hmm. and it's like a tangible um uh representation of that and that also actually kind of reminded me of you because I remember in one of the letters you sent to me your handwriting was all over the place because you were in the middle of watching a tv so show so you and I think you were also writing with um like a fountain pen or some fancy pen and so it was kind of blotchy and you were like I'm so sorry this is all over the place and your your letters were all mixed up and it was it was very sweet because I could just imagine you like trying to write while also watching a show and then looking back down and being like well this is like I I, there are so many there are letters all over the place but you sent it anyway and I'm gonna treasure that forever because it is such a good little letter um, that's amazing. I like that quote a lot. Indeed. Um, my next quote is, A letter is never ill-timed. It never interrupts. Instead, it waits for us to find the opportune minute, the quiet moment to savor the message. There is an element of timelessness about letter writing. And that's Aww. by Lois Weiss. Um, but yeah, I really liked this quote because it, I mean, you just kind of said it where it's like, uh, screenshot of time um and it it, i mean i love getting you know texting friends or whatever but it does kind of require immediate attention and oh it's a little bit less you know not thoughtful but there's less time and thought put into it and whereas if you get a letter it's never like oh i have to remember to reply to that it's just you know you get to uh appreciate that moment and live in it um, Definitely, and there's not no really obligations attached, and it's really good. I love that um, it is like you will get a letter and you're kind of like looking at a little part of that person's life that they sat down and took the time to write a little thing to, and so it is kind of timeless because you're like, wow. Oh that's cool and now I kind of have a part of them that I can keep forever and that's wonderful yeah exactly what's your next quote uh my next quote is um I don't kind of a complicated one I don't know I'm not sure if I agreed with it but I just thought it was a very cool way of of phrasing it 
Um, and it is a letter always seemed to me like immortality because it is the mind alone without corporeal friend. Um, and that was said by Emily Dickinson. So I don't know if I think that way while I'm writing a letter because when I write a letter, I'm imagining who I'm writing to and like knowing that they're going to read it. And so it's kind of like I'm talking to them even though they're not like physically replying. But I just thought it was an interesting way of thinking about it because in... And I guess that's more how I see, how I think of journaling, because it is just kind of your mind alone, and you're not necessarily talking to anyone. Even in a letter, you know that someone's going to read it, but in the moment, you're not talking Mm -hmm. to them and, like, actually expressing your thoughts in real time. So it's kind of like a, a weird, like, blip in time sort of letters are that was I didn't phrase that correctly but it's an interesting way of communicating because it takes you're not physically there and it also takes a little bit for the letters to get to that person so it's interesting they're kind of like a standalone thing right like they're not connected to us they're maybe in a way they're connected to a, a specific time slot but they're also like a timeless you know standalone entity that just and it, and even if it is from a person and you're reading it from that person or whatever, it, like, I don't know how to put it, but it, it it's like a conversation without any of the interruptions or distractions or anything. And, and even, again, like even texting, you have the, it's fragmented, but that's just everything at once and it's kind mm-hmm. of a, an immortal, standalone, timeless It's thing. true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, should we move on to anecdotes? We definitely should. Do you want to start out? Sure. So my first one was is when I was little, like honestly until I was probably 12, I had two friends who did not live in the town where I lived. And one of them was like, well, one of them I pro- probably stopped writing to when I was like nine. But she uh, lived, she was like my kindergarten preschool best friend. And we used to write letters to each other for years. And that's how we communicated. Like, we literally would just write letters to each other. That's amazing. I didn't have an email or whatever. And so we would just write letters. And I just remember getting them and remembering to write back. And, like, that went on for years. And then I also had a friend who lived in Houston, and I would only see her in the summer. And for years, we communicated mostly over letter. Like, we would literally write each other a letter every maybe two months or whatever. Wow. That's how we communicated. That's amazing. Um, It's kind of funny, but I I mean, it just made sense for some reason, I guess, for us to write that way. And it was kind of nice because... there was it was less of um i don't know there was something to it that made it a a really interesting and cool experience Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i remember like i feel like when we were little little or at least for me like there was a time where people taught you how to write letters yeah um, like first or second grade and i don't know if they still do that because i don't know if that's as necessary a skill Mm -hmm. to have but I remember them teaching us that. I remember them teaching us how to write our address. 
but I also remember like learning how to address a letter to someone and so <laughs> my friend and I we were like six or seven and we would write each other letters like Miss Bronwyn Walsh. <laughs> wow, like, on, on the, that's on the, on the so cute. Yeah, and that's how we address them. And I just remember it so distinctly. And like, I found one a, a while ago, and it had my friends. Um, and like, we're still friends. And it had like her first or like second grade class photo in it. And it was like this letter written by like a second grader. It was so adorable. That is adorable. <laughs> and you still have them? I have well, I have all of them. Um, but I have like one or two. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so cute. And I feel like that's a really unique um, way of staying friends too. Especially yeah. as a first or second grader. Like to take the time and effort to like really write letters to a friend of yours that had mm-hmm. moved away. Like that is... That's very Because cool. I think that, like, so for me growing up, like, we didn't do a lot of technology stuff. And I think that part of that meant that, like, I just didn't know really how to use an email. I, like, there wasn't, it didn't really occur to me that that made more sense, maybe. But we would just write letters. That's <laughs> very cool. Years, and that was our, yeah. That's amazing. What's your next anecdote? Um, First anecdote. My first anecdote, this is a, a little, uh, sort of a mini one, but we, we've we mentioned Nora, I think, in this podcast. I don't remember what we were talking about, but she was a guest very early on this podcast, mm-hmm. and she is our friend. Um, we became really close friends with her when she was a senior and we were freshmen, and now we're almost seniors, which is wild. <gasps> Isn't that crazy? Um, and she's a very good friend of ours. And one summer, I don't remember if it was last summer or the summer before that. I think it was the summer before that, which is what made it so special because I didn't know her super well at that point. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was, I would always talk to her in a group setting rather than individually, but Mm. that's not really the point. I, so she sent... Uh, all of the people in our friend group, I think, all of us, yeah. us freshmen, um, postcards from. She went to went on like a road trip. Yeah, she went across the United States. I'm pretty sure and the one I got from her was from the Theodore Roosevelt National Park. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if that's a thing. I that is what I'm remembering from the spot that it's hanging in in my room. But I remember. I believe that was the summer before tenth grade for me. Yeah. And I remember being so, like, blown away that yes. she would take the time to write a little postcard for me. And I was so happy when I got it. And I was like, oh, my God, I got a postcard from Nora. And I immediately yeah. put it up in my room. And it's been there ever since. And every once in a while, I'll look at it and be like, that's a postcard from Nora. And that just little things like that make me so happy. Like an unexpected letter. Yeah. Unexpected letter is so good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I remember that. I the, I had like the same reaction as you. I was like, it was just so good. So Nora, if you're listening, that made my day back in freshman or sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your next anecdote? Mm, let's see. Well, I have a couple that are kind of we both have. Maybe I'll save the the main one for last. But <coughs> bless you. <laughs> <laughs> But 
the um, the the one one of the next anecdotes I have is just birthday cards, and again, I mine. I, I try to be as, you know, heartfelt and genuine as I can, but they do tend to be a little shorter. Oh, boy. But I have to say, Sophia writes the best birthday cards. I can't like, stop a, with the birthday cards. <laughs> like, it's like a full, it's like a full book. <laughs> and it's just so amazing. And I remember, like, I think everyone in our friend group, every time it's someone's birthday, I just, whenever they get to your card, it's a lot of reading and like, hey, that's so sweet. And like, it's always like, it's just, I can tell it's just so meaningful to everyone and i know that it is for me too because they're just so well done and so incredible but i think something that we both do and i mean i grew up doing as well is like generally i don't really buy people birthday Mm -hmm. cards um like i've always made people them and even like it's not because i can you know design really cool drawings (laughs) or whatever it's just because i guess that's just something but it means that like it's even more personal because you get like this i don't know it's just fully thought out and created by someone yeah and it's i always try to you know think of the person that i'm making a card for and i i like writing them i do love birthday cards and that was going to be my next (laughs) anecdote as well was just the idea of birthday cards my we always did the same thing like when we had to write a birthday card for one of my family members. It would always be handmade, um, and there we would never buy cards from a store. It would always, and even like, they're not. Again, I can't draw either, so they're not particularly beautiful cards. I just kind of usually I just do rainbow letters that say happy birthday and really. But big. you did a really nice one for me where you did a whole bunch of because I program. And I like purple. Oh, yeah. And so she did one that had I like tried. a page full of binary, which is zero and z- zeros and ones. Um, that took me so thing. long. And then I was like, this is, <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I mean, as Bronwyn said, I kind of gush on every birthday card that I write. And I write in like really tiny letters so that I can just pack it all in there and just make sure that they know like you you better have a good day today because you're amazing and just like write a whole thing I remember for one of our friends birthday cards she really doesn't love being super sentimental and will always yell at me but for I I wrote so tiny so that I could keep it to one page and I was like it's only one page are you proud of me and and she was like I am proud of you when she read that part um but I just love, I love writing birthday cards. And then I also, like, we have some very cool and creative friends. So getting birthday cards from them is the best. Like our friend who, uh, Mary, who made our cover art. Um, I'm so used to saying our friend who drew our cover art. (laughs) Um, She is obviously an incredible artist. And so she, a lot of times when she gives me a birthday card, it's like just got this beautiful... Um, drawing on the front and it yeah. always and I I have it on my desk now because it's just so amazing and it oh means my a goodness. lot I, I love her so much I have like all these little doodles uh, I have like two I think doodles that she did that are not like prof- like she just was drawing like during free period or whatever with like pencil 
and I have them <laughs> up on my wall because I, I like whenever she does them and if she leaves them I always take them because they're so cool but when you get a birthday card and it has one of the drawings it's like it's the best feeling ever I love it and our, I remember one of our other friends um, she made birthday card and it it was it's a long story so I'm not going to tell that but it had like a drawing of pomegranates yeah that was a, a that was a an inside joke, joke that we had and it just those kind of little small things that you can add are just so amazing yeah you, know, you get a nice card gotta love birthday cards mm-hmm. um do we want to do our last shared one i think so do you want to start i mean sure so the next one we have is that like during this time when we're so so far away we've been writing each other letters and that's kind of what inspired this i think yeah definitely it's been such a good time it's been amazing and we also um this sort of started last year last summer when we we became really really good friends sophomore year largely because of the podcast i think like we would hang out all the time to to be to start recording the podcast and so when you left for camp i was like oh i'm not gonna be able to see bronwyn for a whole summer how (laughs) strange that seems now um but um we decided like okay we'll write each other letters and you gave me your camp's address and you knew mine and so that whole summer we were writing letters to each other and it was so much fun every time I got a letter from you and there was one that was folded up and it said like hi Sophia on the (laughs) front and I would open it up and there was a whole page of you describing like what you were doing at camp and I would just get so happy every time I got a letter from you and it was so much fun to write you camp and then oh sorry you can add to that. Well I was just gonna say receiving them was just so like that was the best part. Yeah it was oh my god it's like amazing again lengthy letters. (laughs) I did write you like really long rambly letters because I would send like this like note card size letter with the ink no no well when you were when you were at camp your letters were long four pages of like printer paper (laughs) no 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 your your letters were longer when you because um you would describe like what you had been doing for the past couple of weeks and so i get to read a little bit about that you're you you were were good (laughs) but something that now we've started doing is adding little like surprise presents and yeah so we've been writing each other letters since Bronwyn is now in Canada and it takes a while to get there but (laughs) we we will um I mean I can never stop myself from writing a really long gushy thing um but each of us will try to include a little like surprise gift like Bronwyn made me a bracelet um, and I sent her some flowers and she sent me some flowers as well. Some like pressed flowers that we both were working on. And I made you, I crocheted you a little rainbow Yay. and you painted me a sunflower, which was incredible. You're so good at drawing and I don't understand it. And it was... I, I, well, no, again, traced that and then painted it in line. <laughs> it was incredible, and I absolutely loved it. We—it's really nice. It's like it is always the best part of my day when I see that I've gotten yeah. a letter from Bronwyn. It's actually kind of funny because I feel like more people have been doing that. Yeah. Um, 
and it's such a good I don't know it's such a good thing to do definitely because I don't know it's nice it's the best also you have the best um stationery you Bronwyn has these little it's like brown paper but it's it's tougher than thin the thin printer paper that I have and it's very and she writes with like a fountain pen and so it's I I don't anymore not that was a (laughs) well well you still write with like nice black pen and I'm writing with dull pencil and printer paper over here but so amazing um, it's like these long like emails with little drawings on the edges and oh yeah did I say emails (laughs) 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 oh yes I draw on my computer and then send it right on over but it's been yeah it's been great always my favorite part of the day when I either get to write you a letter or get a letter from you it's the best I get so excited the best well wow wow you guys should write letters yeah fan mail well (laughs) no we don't have like a interested in sending us fan mail no that's okay Um, a, a PO box. No, I don't think we need and to do that. We can get there are like five people who listen to this <laughs> podcast. I love all of them, but I don't think they need to send us fan mail. Um, okay, fine. I mean, I well, guess if you really want to, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to. Um, I, it was a joke. Um, well, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you very much for joining us. We hope you have a good week or two weeks until we see you next. I think we're pretty consistently going every other week now. So yeah. expect it's working that. a bit better with the, the schedule. Yes. The schedule. Um, you can listen to our music, our intro and outro music, or you can just, you know, appreciate it. Um, the link is on the bio. <laughs> our intro music is Not Inspirational Life and... Mm-hmm. At outro music is <laughs> blossoming inspiration. Sorry, it took me a second to process what you said. And yes, both will be linked in the description. Um, thank you to Mary, our wonderful cover artist, who also makes incredible birthday cards, as we've discussed. Um, you can find her on Instagram at Dinobite. That's D-I-N-O dot B-Y-T-E. Yes, she does amazing things follow us on instagram um we have a friend who has offered to do our social media because we're that cool and well our friend's cool. that cool yeah yes, we're, we're right. not that cool <laughs> that's true um so yeah go check out our instagram it's ashi it's we can say it, that it's ashi oh, yeah. she was a guest here thank you ashi if you're listening thank you very we much. appreciate it but yeah um, you will you might start seeing some more consistent posts there so follow so us. Definitely follow us. Email us quotes and answers at gmail.com. Rate, rate review, subscribe. <laughs> and thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful day. Have a have a marvelous day. Um until next time. I this is uh, I'm trying to think of something cool on the spot. Um this is Sophia. <laughs> yeah, no, that was You were trying to think of something cool, so you just decided, ah, oh, yes, let's swap roles.
That'll be cool. No, 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 no. sign it off that like a letter. Sophia. What? Sign it off like a letter. Sincerely, Bronco. Well, I am best. Many thanks. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Warmly. Best regards. Cordially. Respectfully Cordially. yours. Etc. 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 Bye, everybody. Bye. And cut.